Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coach, a podcast where we discuss college opportunities and cultivating habits. My name is Katie, and with me today is one of Weber State's very own professors. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Thank you for having me. My name is Bridget Hilbig. I am a professor in the Botany and Plant Ecology Department, where I do research on fungi that infect the roots of plants and how they can kind of make plants communicate or help plants communicate with one another. That's really awesome. Um kind of off topic but have you been watching the last of us like kind of like on topic with mushrooms i watched the first episode Mm. and that's as far as i got however i will say maybe three or four years ago i had a um a student in one of my intro botany courses and there was always a project in this class where it was just kind of like a fun artsy project looking at evolution in plants or fungi since i am a mycologist and you could take works of fiction and talk about whether or not they used this theories in evolution, um, the principles of natural selection and things like that, in this fictional work. And a student used the video game on the cordyceps fungi as their um, as their fictional work yeah. and the discussed evolution in it. And so now there's this series on, is it on HBO? Yeah, Netflix. it is. I think it's HBO. Yeah. Uh, I only watched the first one, but they definitely brought a mycologist in to like fact check the the information about whether or not fungi could infect the human body and take over like that. And so it's cool. That is really cool. A little spooky, but you know, kind of fun. Yeah. So um, one thing to kind of tie back to our podcast that I often come across during my coaching sessions is having students figure out how do we would approach professors or even recognizing them as a resource. So to help kind of answer some of these like thoughts that students might have regarding professors and general expectations that they might have, I have a couple of like questions and topics that I think would be really helpful. Mm -hmm. So our first question is, what is your favorite part about working with students? For me, I love when I have the chance to witness a student's transformation and them finding that passion and then really engaging in in making a career that aligns with that passion happen. That's always the funnest. So like when I get to have them in the intro botany course, and then again as a senior and see how much they've come to love fungi, that's the best. (laughs) Um, But or, you know, just how they've come to love plants and recognize that they can have this great life and a great career in the field. Have you found that like other people, like other professors feel the same way about students, like same kind of mindset towards teaching? I think specifically at Weber State, yes. I think faculty here, first and foremost, care about the success of their students. And that's why they've found themselves or aligned themselves with a university that's mission is student success and not necessarily a research-driven institution Mm -hmm. like some of our major universities are. Not that those faculty yeah. don't care, but I think everybody here cares about student success and, and wants to see that passion in their students and, and that success, yeah. Yeah, I really like that you emphasize like student success. And I feel like a lot of us just need to, I don't know, be reminded, I guess, that as students, that professors are a resource. So thinking about that, what do you think is the biggest preconceived notion that keeps students from reaching out to their professors? I think some of that is... I think that there's some hesitancy in reaching out to faculty at times because there's this idea that faculty don't care Mm -hmm. or that they might not have themselves gone through struggles that 
you know, they've found themselves very successful and they haven't had the same ups and downs. There's almost like in sometimes in the student-faculty relationship with, I would say, even newer students, there's this idea that we're intangible, kind of, mm-hmm. and that almost that we're not humans who have gone through very similar life things and have had many ups and many downs in our lives and many successes and many failures, too. And we've also had times where we've maybe had to say, okay, pause, taking a step back. I have overengaged and I need to take myself out of this situation or I need to figure out how to make this work. And it's not going to be perfect, but it's the best I can do. Yeah, I really like that. I actually really appreciate that. So what would you tell students who are afraid to go to their professors? Yeah, that's hard. I would say that just try to do it as much as you can. In the first week of of every semester, introduce yourself to that faculty member that's teaching that class. That way it becomes more familiar to you and you get to see that these are people with mm-hmm. you know, with families and, and feelings and they, yep. they care. And particularly, like, we can't help anyone. We want to help people, right? But we can't help anyone that we don't know that is struggling. And in big classes, you might not be able to notice that somebody is struggling because you know, you have a lecture of of 100 students. So I can see you all there, but I can't necessarily see that somebody is struggling. And so it's a a lot harder for me to reach out to you Mm -hmm. in that class, unless you have made made yourself known, you know? Yeah. So is there something that you wish you saw students do more often kind of going along with that? Yes. I, I wish that we would normalize coming to talk to me as a, as a professor, even on my good days mm-hmm. and early on and and like not my day, good days, your good days. Right. So as a student, like maybe nothing is going wrong, but you just want to stop in and say hi um, and ask maybe a few clarifying questions on something or advice on a career, because maybe your advisor is not a mycologist, but you want to be a mycologist mm-hmm. or something like that. That way you're more comfortable coming to a professor, more comfortable talking to them before the stage of, I am here because I have a 20% in your class and there's two weeks left in the semester. That's a bulk of when people will start to approach faculty and and we're going to try to help you, but we also have to be fair to everybody else in the class. And so coming early, even if nothing is going wrong, everything's great just stopping in and saying hi. Yeah, so uh, what kind of resources can you provide as a professor or like any additional like materials or anything? Do you have anything that you like give your students often when they do ask for help? So certainly as, as an employee of the university, we are obligated to report certain things if students come to us. And, and then beyond that, we can point and direct students to the resources that you guys pay for in your student fees. Um, And there are an abundant amount of resources on campus um, for mental health or relaxation or um, maybe if if you're coming for good reason, maybe research opportunities, grad school talk, like talks on how to apply to grad school, things like that. Um, I've had many, personally, I've had a lot of uh, students come to me about next steps and just 
sitting in my office for an hour and talking about what are the things that make you passionate and where do you see yourself, you know, after Weaver and okay, so then what should you be doing or, you know, decisions about like, I have these two opportunities, which one should I take? Like that kind of stuff. But you asked me about resources. So faculty can be resources and then they can point you back to the Weaver State University resources. Yeah, definitely. So to kind of help form this connection, do you have any any tips on how students can build this rapport with their professors? I have tips on on how to best maybe engage, especially email. Yeah. So um, I think first and foremost, with email, you have to remember that it should be formal to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then you can drop that as a faculty member drops that formality. But what I've seen more recently is um, people will engage with faculty, their professors, in a text message type of way to their friends. And that doesn't set the stage for a great first interaction. Yeah. So you want to set the stage for a good first interaction and then take your cues from a faculty member. Some people do not like to be addressed by their first name. Others are not going to care. They might sign it with their first name. That's a cue that they don't have a title that they expect you to call them. Mm. However, some people have earned a title and they want to be called by that. that. So, you know, err on the side of caution at the beginning and formal. And then take your cues from faculty, especially if you're going to engage in that email kind of way. um, And proofread it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I have in the past, in the time of COVID, received some messages where you're like, I hope you don't text your boss or or email your boss like that. Mm -hmm. Well, is there anything else that you would like our students to know? I think the important thing is that that your faculty, your professors, they care and they are there, but they can only help you if you go to them and you talk to them and you communicate openly about if you're having a struggle, like about what that is. And, re- and then they can point you in the resources are, that are available. I think that's really awesome. I definitely feel like you've broken down some barriers that I might have when it comes to approaching professors. Hopefully your listeners feel the same way too. One thing that we like to do to help wrap up our podcast episodes is to leave off with a quote. So the one that, I don't know if you have a favorite quote, but the one that I chose, that's okay, for today is from Dorothy Dix, the early 19th century American advocate. She says that, The duties of a teacher are neither few nor small, but they elevate the mind and give energy to the character. So with that, thank you for listening, Wildcats, and we'll catch you later.